do 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 do. You're so loud. Oh God! Hi. 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 Hey. Hi. What's your name? I don't know yet. What show is this? I don't know yet. I think it's called And Then We Watch. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Person sitting across from me. Mm -hmm. This show is called And Then We Watch. It's the only show on the internet. Wait, I've, I'm going to introduce myself for you. Ready? Okay. I'm <laughs> Justin Gross. Um, Etwa. And my name is Dry Mouth, but my friends call me Jem Miller. <laughs> my name is Dry My name is Mouth. <laughs> dry Mouth. My name is, um, yeah. So what do we do on the show and then we watch, Jem? Um, oh, dry mouth. I usually use Mr. like um, moisturizing oils, <laughs> oral spray, and I just like spray it into my mouth. And I it spray makes things it, I a spray lot it more. orally. Yeah, yeah, it makes things a lot better for the you know word. Mouth yeah, that's dry. Um, um so you since you asked, this is yeah. a show where uh, you watch a movie and I watch a movie, and sometimes yeah. we don't watch the same movie, and sometimes we watch the same movies. Sometimes we watch the same movies, but I feel like that's a little bit more rare than when we don't watch same the same movie, right? Yes. I think normally I'm trying to because we made we mouth sounds because we made mouth signs. I'm trying to find the Tati mouth sounds one and i just to make sure that i have it like for it's posterity i know it's in i know you're there tati i know you're in here tatiana i know you're in here i love tati is her full name tatiana i've lit probably oh i can i can do this this satisfies me too do not come that's a good I know, one that that's so another good, good one I, that, that'll 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 satisfy me for now tati mouth tatiantra where are you tati. anyway um you can search by mouth yeah it's mouth sound or oh, something i can please Please, please. Dead air. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Thank you. Thank anyway, you I just had to get that out of the way. I really yeah. wanted to hear it. Yeah, I really good. wanted to hear it. Today, mm -hmm. we decided, last week, today, yeah. but last week also, mm -hmm. um, we decided that we would make each other watch movies that we really needed the other person to like, watch. Just needed I, like, just really needed you to see it. Mm -hmm. First of all, do you want to ask me about Pearl? Because I can talk about Pearl. Should I time you and you talk about Pearl? Time me. Give me five minutes and I can talk about Pearl. Um. Yes. Let me start it now. So yesterday I saw the A24 horror film Pearl, which scary? is a prequel to the A24 horror film X. Was it scary? Absolutely not. I'm starting to think that none of these movies are like particularly upsetting or like horrifying so much as they are like a little bit icky and uncomfortable, right? Mm. So the premise of Pearl is that X the was scarier than Pearl. X right? was definitely was it scary? Like not really. It wasn't particularly frightening. It was just kind of like ooh, like ooh, mm. they went there. Like it's, it's I don't know. I feel like we're getting like really loose with the like term horror movie and like what. It, means i guess because mm. i was not was i afraid no was i a little bit grossed out yes frequently mm. frequently a little bit grossed out um pearls like slashery yes it's much more slashery. it's much more grindhouse Slasher. than anything because it's like Slasher it's really grindhouse count as horror they count as horror but like i but i guess like in, in asking were you afraid no i was mm. not um it's it's a prequel about uh mia goth's other character in x the old lady character who kills everybody because she wants to do porn or something Oh, um, she was playing the old. Yes, I didn't she know, was. I didn't know yes, who was she a prequel. Was. Well, I'll show you. I'll show you. Um, the. Turn me up. Mm -hmm. Can you turn me up? They show. They played. Um, there was a video that A twenty four put out mm -hmm. where where you watch uh the process uh through which Mia Goth becomes Pearl, the old lady Pearl, ah. grueling looking, evil looking task. Right. I, What's the character she plays with the blue eyeshadow then? That's Maxine, Maxine, who they're making who they're making movie two about or movie three about. Is gonna be They're about Maxine. just giving Mia Goth everything, and, listen, listen, and that's fine. And I love it. I love it. Mia Goth is the best thing about these Better movies. Than so I am like Lars von Trier. Exactly. Or so I am glad that Mia Goth got mm -hmm. this role because, especially like in a movie Pearl, where they put like eels in her. Hate it. Hate it. Mia Goth because Mia Goth is like is is a star. Mia, mm -hmm. Like that's my my biggest takeaway from Pearl is that Mia Goth is an is a star. She she has this one scene where she just monologues at some poor woman for, uh, and the camera like holds on her for five minutes. Mm -hmm. Uncut five minutes of her just like crying, monologuing, like saying the most like deranged stuff you ever heard in your life, right? Mm -hmm. And then she kills that person because she mm -hmm. knows too much. Um, and then the the coolest thing in the movie is at the end. 
the, the premise is that Pearl wants to be a movie star, but she lives on a farm in 1918 with her strict German mother and her dad is who's dying of the flu. Mm. The worst thing about this movie is that despite it's a movie about the flu, which means the movie about COVID. They have masks. They're, oh. they're talking about social distancing and um not and quarantining and yada yada yada. Um, except That's this annoying. time, this time Mia Goth's character Pearl does the fun thing, which is that when her mom's like, "You should quarantine," she sets her on fire. Hey, she sets her mom on fire. That's she fun. do set her mom on fire, and I doubt that that was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Yeah, Pearl just kind of Pearl is just kind of deep, a deeply unwell woman who really wants to be famous and just kind of kills a ton of people. Just like me for real. Just like me for real. She just kind of kills a ton of people. Um, the projectionist at her at her um, local movie theater is freaked out by the fact that her house is full of dead people and also like gross stuff. You know what Pearl does? Kills him. Kills yeah. him immediately. Kills him immediately. Adds to the carnage. Feeds her to an alligator. Um, culminate, the movie uh, climaxes with uh, the whole premise is that Pearl's husband, who is the other old guy in mm-hmm. X, has been away at in World War One, and she thinks he's dead, and she's mad at him for having left her. Mm. Um, but then he comes back, and he's like, "Hey, P- oh, oh, oh!" So he comes, he comes home to the dinner table where her dead dad, her dead dad, and dead mom, and there's like a pig, there's like a, a, a pork roast, and it's just sitting there covered in maggots. Ew, yuck, uh, gross. gross. And Mia Goth's like, "Oh, welcome home, honey." For another three-minute shot where Mia Goth is smiling the biggest, most frightening smile you've ever seen for half the credits. It's the the credits roll over her face. She's smiling like this for wow for, for realistically probably longer than three minutes. But like like that, she starts to cry. It is genuinely one of the coolest shots in the whole thing. That's um, awesome. The deaths were fun and gross. I definitely found the more I found the overall like tonal arc of the movie to be much more satisfying than X because X takes a really long time to get to the gross stuff and then it like it just rapid fire gross after gross after gross whereas mm. like Pearl kind of like spaces out the uncanny ickiness it's throughout it, it it starts out she she kills a goose and feeds it to an alligator for fun she like, really it, likes these alligators she just loves to well how do you think how do you think that you get the alligators to like you you feed them stuff I guess so yeah yeah so it's it's really um. I, de- I think that also I watched it with a friend and I definitely think that watching it in a social setting made it better mm-hmm. because I don't think I would have had as much patience for it either ha- like I didn't for X had I watched it alone in a theater by myself yeah. but watching it like alone in a theater with another person and being able to talk through it the whole time was like m- made it much more fun yeah. which I do think is what these movies are for and I do think that's what A24 figured out this- these movies are for mm-hmm. in a way that I'm not 100% convinced they did with X. Yeah. I'm not convinced. Um, A24's elevated horror thing is kind of obnoxious, and I do still kind of hate it, but I'm more so, I'm, will, I'm willing, since X and Pearl, and I'm hoping Maxine is the next movie, are more fun. I'll just finish my th- sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, they're much more fun. I'm willing to hope, I'm hoping that this is actually A24 moving away from the stupid elevated horror thing that they've been doing for a decade, mm-hmm. and we just start to make, like, fun movies that are fun. Is and the people... Bjork album out? I was going to talk about that with you, actually. Do, do you want to talk about it right now? I don't have anything to say. I, mean, I don't have anything to say. I think it, I think it leaked, and so she released it. Oh, I think that was the news. That was that could have been our. If you listener, if you're listening to this show, you can also listen to One Boy Aloud. It's on Spotify, but also we, yes. it happens right before this show. Yes. Um, I think the music news there was that it was. I think it was supposed to come out in October, and then it mm. leaked, and so she just put it out, hey, which has ha- unfortunately has happened before. I think yeah. I think it happened with like her past, at least one of her past two albums. Mm. Uh, it's a bummer, but also like hey, Sorry, it happened. George. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you. It's okay. Because you know what, we, know what we, we're, we're doing now? You talk about The Witch first. I'm going to talk about The Witch first, which is a perfect segue because we're talking about A24 elevated horror movies. Yes, perfect segue. Why did you want me to watch this? I think it is a really, really solid movie. Yeah. It is one of the um, most well-executed movies that I've seen. Mm-hmm. It does absolutely everything it sets out to do, and yeah. it does it all well. Yeah. And I'm like, you won't be mad at this. So here's my thing, right? I wasn't mad at The Witch, like, at all, for any reason. Mm-hmm. I found that there was absolutely not one thing to object to in yes. the film The Witch. Uh, okay. The problem... Go on. I'm not going to cut that. The problem I had... Not a problem, but the... The disconnect here, to me, is that that's all I felt about The Witch. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was one of the most solid movies I've ever watched and that that was it. I have a few things that make me so obsessed with this movie. Tell me them, please, because I, I don't... love the goat. <laughs> I love Black Peter. Hey, His girl. name is Black Phillip! Oh, Black, Black Phillip. Phillip! I haven't seen this movie in a long time. Fair, okay. Um, I've only seen it once. I just am like, this is the most well-executed, elevated horror movie out there. Yeah. I don't think anything... Any of the A24 movies are better 
maybe people like Hereditary more, but I don't like Hereditary uh, more. I think Hereditary is very messy moments. I'm, I'm willing to... I'm kind of softening on how I feel about Ari Aster as of late, just because I don't really know why, other than that, just, like, I think I'm tired of the hype. Yeah. Um, But I do definitely... I really love Hereditary. Um, I, I think I like Hereditary more... I think that's I, for for me. It might just be that I'm a little bit more into the shock value of Hereditary yes. than I am for There's the witch. Very little shock. There's value. actually very little shock in the witch. Like yeah, it's not it's, very scary. Yeah, it's very tense. Yes, which I thought was really effective. I thought yes. it was really quite good, but it was really tense without it really being really frightening. No. Um, which is fine. I mean, I think a lot of horror movies aren't that scary. Sure. Yeah. At least, well, it depends on what you're scared of. But this is again more about drama. Yes. Which I like more, just in general. Hereditary, I don't like that much because I, I mean, for well, the acting is the best part. Yes. And I think there's some really weird, confusing, the plot's never really solid. Mm-hmm. It gets really weird and all over the place, for better or for worse. I think people like that about it. But I'm like, I'm just too confused by what, it kind of reminds me of like Donnie Darko, where it's like, Ooh, I am too confused okay. by what. Like I see the ba- the core of what this is trying to be, but I think the execution it gets really confusing. So it's like I spoiler can agree alert with this. Yes, spoiler alert for Hereditary. Like you know the whole thing is like Grandma Satanist. Yes, but it's like you figure that out, but then it leaves so many unanswered questions, and I don't know if that's on purpose. I will say I think that I I definitely see what you mean with this comparison, but I do think my not my issue, but what I like about Donnie Darko, and but like also kind of the problem with Donnie Darko in this regard is that Donnie Darko has no concern for this for the questions that it poses, right? Has yes. truly no investment in this plot that it otherwise spends a lot of time um, establishing. And I don't like, know again, don't know if that's on purpose. I don't know if that's on purpose either. I think because as that we know, um, the director's cut is a mess. The director's cut makes it worse because that's when we do get involved in the plot details and like the and like the lore and the mythology. And I yes. think that it, be, it, it, it that Donnie Darko becomes a worse movie for yeah, that. Yeah, it might be good um, on accident in a lot of ways. A little bit, yes. I don't necessarily. I, I yeah, I guess I can agree in that I don't know if Hereditary is definitely more invested in those plot elements than Donnie Darko is, but yes. maybe does a worse job of executing yes, them. absolutely. It's been a little bit since I've seen Hereditary, yeah, but I really, I I don't feel that way in the mm-hmm. same way, but I can see, I can see why you may, That's I guess. the taste that, the only two real tastes that's left in my mouth is like unanswered questions that I can't tell if we're on purpose or not, Okay, and then great acting. Sure, yeah. Donnie Darko I, I like, like yes, more we, than we Hereditary. Darko yeah. House, yeah. Um, I probably wouldn't watch it again. It was just like a very difficult movie sure. to watch. and I'll watch Donnie Darko all the time for any reason. Yeah. Yeah. I find it too hard to watch. Sure, yeah. Um, so, like, I don't know. So, yeah, I... Unrelated. The Witch. Yeah. The Witch is a so movie... So tight. Um, and, again, I don't feel that strongly about it. That's the only thing that is, like, I don't have a strong emotional attachment to this movie. Right. I just think that it is a very easy movie to recommend because it's... I It's, it's good because I love Robert Eggers because I love The Lighthouse. Sure. And I think it's a good movie to watch before The Lighthouse. In my opinion, Ooh. I've seen it before the lighthouse. Um, okay, because it kind of contextualizes the things that make Robert Eggers an interesting yes, director. Yes, I agree. I agree. Which is that historical aspect to the movies that he's made. I haven't seen The Northman. Mm-hmm. I would like to see it. I don't. I'm interested want to. in it. I don't care. Um, how long is it? Is it really long? Very. I think uh, it's I like two and a half. I think it's like two and a half. Oh, uh, maybe not then. Yeah. Well, let's see. I'll split. You know, I'll split it up. You know, maybe make, make it a little mini series. Uh, I just heard David David Lynch like sneeze and pee and pee his pants over oh, here. Yeah. When you say that. How dare you? But you know, whatever. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna it's only two seventeen actually. Oh yeah, that's I not mean, that bad. That's fine. That could be worse. Um, pee his little pants. Go on. Um, because I'm interested. Because I just love those last two movies, but I know that there's some studio problems with the yeah, which makes me concerned. I've heard it's still good regardless mm-hmm. because I mean he's such a good director. Yeah. I uh, just love those two movies. I think the what 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 I love about I love the time when in which this takes place. I so absolutely this is an era this, that you like, like right? Yes, because I love uh, colonial America. I love the Scarlet Letter, which is like kind right, of a weird. Yeah, okay. I loved reading that in high school. I think it's like a very interesting the like puritanical kind of era yes, where yeah. like. The strict, strict moral. Again, they, I don't think they say why they get. So, do you want to say the plot of the witch? I can say the plot of the witch. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, the uh, Anya Taylor Joy's family gets kicked out of their like Puritan colony in New England. It's almost implied because the dad of the family thinks that they are not Puritan enough. Almost, mm. or there's other, there's otherwise a specifically a religious disconnect, yeah, right? Religious and moral disconnect. So instead, they live in the woods outside of the colony, like about a day's journey away. 
Um, they're roughing it on their own. They're surviving, but not thriving. Ooh, slay. <laughs> they're, they're, they're brave, but they are not slaying right now. They are brave, but mm-hmm. they're not slaying. One day, Anya Taylor-Joy's out with her baby, 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 baby brother. Baby mm-hmm. brother gets snatched up and ground to dust. <laughs> yeah. Which covers her, her, herself in baby blood. Paranoia ensues. That's kind of the plot of the movie. Yes. Paran- witch, witch-based paranoia ensues. And what took... Fa- family falls apart because witch-based a, paranoia An ensues. actual witch, like a real-life witch, yeah. did, not real-life, but real-life well, real in, in the story. real-life in the movie, yeah. yeah. In the movie, took the baby. Real witch took yeah. that baby. But they think that um, family is like, oh, you're a witch. You yeah. took the baby because you're a witch. They kind of, well, they think, that, uh, it breaks down to the point where they think that everybody's a witch, but, right? And then yeah. they think everybody's yeah. a witch. Whole squad witch. Except for, except for the one kid. He's not a witch. He died. It's very, um, yeah. what's the one? Crucible? Yeah, Crucible. It's very Crucible. Crucible. I forgot the I mean, plot it's the same, of that it's movie. A, it's the same time period. So. Same time. Yeah, again, yeah, I love the Salem Crucible. Trials, I love yeah. the Scarlet Letter. Yeah. I love all that stuff. Yeah. Delicious. Num, num, num. Sure, okay. I don't remember the plot of the Crucible. What I've if, seen it several times. What if Goody Proctor saw you with the devil? What? What if Goody Proctor saw you with the devil? Ah. Uh, yeah. Is that a line? Is that from it? I saw Goody Proctor with the devil is like a thing. Oh, and okay. then they, they just start screaming names, basically. Yeah, I saw you with the devil. I saw you with the devil. I saw... It's been a long time since I've what seen it. What do you it. think the devil's book is? Um, he's like it's like the burn book from Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Anya Taylor Joy is, is a, a pusher, ugly cow. Do not trust her. She mm-hmm. is the nastiest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and that's like you. What oh, is the Game of Thrones guy, by the way, in this? Which guy? The di- dad is a big character in Game of Thrones. Oh, that's right. He's also a big character in Harry Potter, I think. Probably. I think so. I don't care. Those Brits. I'm not. I'm normal, so I don't care about that. Yeah. But I think he's a big actor in that too. He's um, really good in this movie. He's great. Yeah. That's my, okay. Her and Anya are the best. It's part a of this great movie. movie. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic movie. It's so solid. It's yeah. just so solid. It's just. Uh, do you have an emotional connection? I to didn't it? No. care about it at all, even a little. And part of that, I think, is that um, it's in a similar vein to Portrait of a Lady on Fire. People. People really think that the late 2010s were, like, really good for movies, right? Yes. And I don't disagree, right? I think I think the late, yes. 20, like, 2015 to 20, 2020, great, great time for movies, mm-hmm. right? Lovely, lovely little era. A lovely era for movies, right? Um, so this is, just, this is one of the movies from that era whose reputation precedes it, right? Like, this is the movie that established, like, the A24 kind of, like, yes. beyond horror brand. And yet... It, kind of, it, it launched Eggers and Anya Taylor-Joy onto the yes. scene. Like, it was, it's just so... That, and I kind of, because of this, I kind of expected to be more uncomfortable or more horrified or more disgusted and what have you. And instead I was treated to like a really tense thriller with some supernatural elements at the middle and the very end and not a lot else to like really sink my teeth into. I also really, really like The Lighthouse, right? Mm-hmm. I loved The Lighthouse. Um, I haven't really thought about it since I saw it, but I really liked it when I watched it. And I do think that that was because The Lighthouse kind of builds upon this similar Eggers brand of is this supernatural or is this just madness, pure uh, paranoia, tension, right? But I do think the premise of the lighthouse is perhaps something that I'm a little bit more interested in and I kind of don't really care about I, it's not that I'm actively like I don't want to know anything about this but I kind of don't really care about like the Puritan era like pilgrim stuff it's just mm-hmm. not really my bread and butter well there's other aspects of this movie well I have a few things to add on to okay well what makes this movie is like it gets lots of credit and yet the movies that get more credit and more attention describe are the ones that are worse describe cough midsummer Oh, yeah. And it's like, I find that very bizarre. Um, I can agree. It's more I can of agree. these, like, yeah. shock value, but, like, ill-constructed movies. Sure. That have gotten bigger, which is why I like The Witch so much, is because I kind of prefer this. Yeah, yeah. Um, This type of movie far more, and I wish there were more horror movies, movies like it, unless, and yet there aren't. I feel the opposite with The Lighthouse. I think there are. I think I think they are, there are more. They're just all Oh, that's, Unfortunately, that's they're also all true. European. Um, yeah. The Italians and their horror. The Italians, the Ice, the Icelandics. Yes, love the Icelandic lamb. Love, love this this like style. It's not even horror, but it's like they love this kind of like style of like scary par- things. Yeah, ter- paranoia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel the opposite with the lighthouse. Mm. I had um very little emotional connection to the lighthouse, mm-hmm. and this one resonates just more with me. I think there's similar quality. They both have very similar aspects of as well that like animal quality yes, to yes. both of them. Um, being haunted by a creature of yeah. some sort. Haunted by an animal as a vehicle to be haunted by something else. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, very similar sim- symbolism, similar beats. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> yeah, good. I, I like the that, beat. I like the. Oh, that was a pretty good one. I like the beat. No, I, like I think beat. that I definitely think that again. Like Eggers has a movie he likes to make, mm-hmm. um, and he has a, a a kind of way in which he likes to explore a time period. Let's say like, a, like adherence to certain elements of the time period, right? Like in that there were they were very particular about how they filmed the lighthouse, and I'm assuming the same was true for the witch. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I think it's also a good movie. It's yeah. It's a good for her. It's a good for her movie. Would you say so? Um, Technically. Technically, yeah. Yeah, technically. Where a uh, bad thing another... happens to a woman, but, but uh, she's vaguely empowered in a way that's probably supposed to be read as negative, and right. yet somebody out there is like, you don't look for her. I kind of don't know if it's supposed to be read as negative. Oh, I don't. It's just. I, I know, know what you mean for the for the general good for her movement, but I don't know if this in particular is meant to be read uh, as super duper negative. I think, I think, unlike Midsummer, which Midsummer thinks that it's unambiguously this is a bad thing, mm-hmm. but then is actually like yeah, kind well, of every framing mixing, device yeah, makes it kind positive. of mixing that signal right mm-hmm. um i do think that the witch is more so like is this good for her she's kind of now outside this patriarchal thing yes. where that was that was suffocating Has her and also her her entire family mm-hmm. in a way but then like she did have to lose not kill but lose her entire family mm-hmm. and she will have to replicate this structure again in other people and yada yes. yada yada like i do it is kind of unclear yes um it's um. Had, it, were I a stupider? Were I a stupider, worse person? Oh gosh. Than I am, and I'm not. But if I were, a lot of this movie would would infuriate me, right? Yes, it's if not I, good for normal movie person. No, if I like cared, theater goer. If perhaps. I cared about like the the logistics or like the logical tracking of some of the behavior in this movie, I would be driven up the wall by like why would why would you? They hadn't invented jokes yet. Like, they hadn't invented joking yet. They just hadn't yet. So you can't be like, I'm a witch, actually. Where's I'm a witch and I'll kill you. they have invented joking? By the plot of the movie! <laughs> I'm a witch. Actually, little sister, I'm a witch. And if you annoy me again, I'll witch you until you are dead. Because then her, her siblings go, she just said she's a witch! Witch, she's or, uh, witching. Like, um, a joking had been invented, but we don't joke about that. We don't joke about. Don't joke about. That. Don't joke about. Witches, don't joke about witches. Okay. Don't joke about. Witches. More like that. Yeah. 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 We hadn't got. We're not there yet. We're we haven't. There. We haven't. You should play that soundbite. We haven't. Uh, we haven't invented sarcasm yet. That's the thing. <laughs> I just think not, of that as more of like kind of funny. Yeah. No. I. I. I think it's right. It doesn't. Not don't joke I, about. Don't that. joke about. It that. didn't bother. Like again, mm-hmm. if I were stupider or like otherwise cared about that sort of thing more, it would bother me right mm-hmm. but it is kind of like i don't want to say there is a letterbox review that oh says that. god yeah but it, it's not quite like girl why didn't you think that that would happen right but i i i like the idea i do in this movie in the context of the movie i do kind of like this um question of false sense of security or other was like false comfort in that like I, you, we think we can trust the, these family members, but slowly, like, the breakdown kind of happens in that, like, she can't trust her siblings, she can't trust her mom, she can't yeah. trust her parents. Like, there is, she has, ultimately, again, kind of reason to reach that good for her, com- like, ending because, you know, nobody has her back, everybody wants her gone, nobody thinks that she can, like, that she's contributing or doing anything properly, properly, like, when in reality, like, she is kind of, like, really pulling her weight in the family, yada, yada, yada. I think, I think... I have something close to the worst, because I started scrolling trying to find the worst letterbox review, and yeah. obviously it's mostly positive for this one. Yeah, of course. How could um, you not? But this is one and a half stars. Oh, okay. And for, it's just, like, a one-liner. And for some reason, this is supposed to be read as a negative. Hit me with But the, the review says, there's nothing scarier to Christians than a woman coming of age, am I right? It's like, is that supposed to be a negative for the see, movie? No, yeah, see, that's my, that's, that's, my, yeah, that's my thing. Yeah, that's the, that's whole, the point. whole point. That's the whole point. That's why I... W- if I was stupider and worse. And well, yeah, no, to my, well, to, also to your point, like, in that this is can be read more to the right as a good for her movie than mm-hmm. it actually is, right? Yes. In, in that exact way, in mm-hmm. that exact way, where it's like, ugh, they just hate to say, uh, God forbid women do anything, right? Yes. God forbid women watch their entire family die around them and then become a witch. God forbid <laughs> women do anything. Like, that's stupid. Like, you're dumb for that, you're having so that be stupid. your takeaway. You yeah. are dumb for do that. Do you not know the point? That was the point, brother. This review is f- four stars and it just says fake. <laughs> <laughs> Fake. 
true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not gay, um, just fake. Oh, this one's too long for a one-star review. Oh, it, God. They're just saying yeah. they're bored, which is like, okay, yeah. whatever. I mean- Sure. I could have been bored. I definitely could have been bored. I'm proud of myself for not having been more bored. I will say that. I'll yeah, give myself I mean, I'm um, so caught up. I love drama. Yeah. I love people fighting with each other. Mm-hmm. So that was like a huge thing. And I just think the acting from. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, the acting. The perform- so I think good. the performances all around are super stellar. That kid, that kid who dies. I mean, they all die. But that kid who dies is like really killing it, I think. Just like in that his one sequence where he has a, a disease and then he goes mm-hmm. to heaven. I don't know. I really love. I really liked every. It's one of those things where just like, I really like everything it was doing I really liked everything the movie was bringing to the table Mm -hmm. I definitely thought that again it was like a well plotted well constructed well acted well produced like all everything is is like superlatively good but it ultimately kind of congealed into this movie that I didn't really care about all which is fair it's so it's fair Mm. it's it's mostly a movie that need be seen because in order to talk about the discourse that you were just talking about, not really discourse, but conversations that surround uh, contemporary, you know, thoughtful, uh, you know, horror. This is the, this has to be seen. Yeah, I can agree with that. It must um, be seen. I just. <laughs> There's very few negative reviews of this movie. What is the average? Yeah. This has and that's my, and that's my other thing. And in, in, in speaking of very few negative reviews for this movie, how could this movie possibly live up to the hype? Really? Because I don't think this movie gets nearly as much credit. Um, I feel like to me, it's one of those things that is generally understood as like one of the best yes. horrors, right? Yeah. Even if it's not spoken about in the same way that like Hereditary is spoken about, that Midsummer foolishly is spoken about. Mm-hmm. It's still, I think, everybody kind of in terms of contemporary like past past decade horror, everyone's yeah. like the witch. It's the witch, yeah. right? Well, and I think because it's un, it's not spoken, then it, I think it gets the appropriate amount of hype. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yes, because I, I don't know because I've never I've never heard a single. I like like when people do talk about the witch, it is with such emphatic praise, yeah. and they do kind I of think like it's deserving. I think it. I think people give it the right amount of hype because mm. I mean, yeah, it's everything people say it mm. is. Um, I mean, no movie is going to live up when people are annoying about it, but I think sure. people are so much less annoying. Like if, like. God, I mean, I saw, well, I mean, people hyped up Midsummer so much, and I just was like, felt crazy for thinking that it was flawed. I feel that way, though. I do kind of, not flawed, but like I do kind of feel that way, and it's like, I, I, I get this way a lot, where it's like, oh, should I have liked that more? Am I, am I wrong for that? Like, do I, am I stupid? Like, no, that's I how- think you liked it the appropriate amount. I just think um, maybe it deserves like a little bit more, I think, <laughs> I think there's a difference between like um, it not resonating and then like it being like not an interesting movie. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. the difference that I think is happening. Okay, yeah. Because it definitely... It definitely was interesting. It doesn't really resonate with me, but I just like appreciate it and I like it so much. Yeah. And I, I would, just like it so much. I think it, I like it so much. It's just so good. Like I just think it's so good at everything it does. Would you put your name in the book? In the, in the devil's book? Yes. If Black Phillip offered it to you, if that guy specifically yes, was girl. like Yes girl. Yes God. Black Yes God. Miss 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 Phillip. BP. Phillip. Mm-hmm. Miss Phillip. Miss Phillip. Miss Phillip. <laughs> You know, like Miss Honey. I yeah. got it. Yeah, I thought. What time are we at? We're at four thirty. Um, would, would you? I would write hags in the book. Yeah, I thought Hag, that's funny. Thank you. I that was a good was, joke. I was proud of that one. That was your letterbox thank review. You. It was funny. I have a lot to say about. Tell me about the worst person in the world. Uh, I went in thinking I was gonna be bored. I th- I thought you were gonna be bored too. Um, I I was, I was not, not bored. At I all. was really worried. Not worried. I have a very personal relationship with the worst person in the world, right? It makes it's very, perfect sense for you. I know. It's it's a very it's a very particular personal relationship I have with this movie mm-hmm. in that I watched I watched the movie after a certain event in my life had occurred. Um and then and When did this movie come out? Uh so it came out it, it, it went wide in early February. It hit the internet in like late December and so I just kind of was like sitting on the opportunity to watch it for a little bit mm. and then it just ha- it just so happened that there was a weekend where my family was out of the house and then I I uh, watched the movie right uh. so I have like a, a very and, and the sa- that same day a reverse clueless if y- you will yes a reverse clueless I had that, that same day another very important event in my life that I will not be mentioning on air yeah. occurred right and then that night I watched the worst person in the mm-hmm. world you tell me what it is like, because I don't, girl, I don't remember. Oh. Oh! Yeah, that happened. <laughs> that happened. Yeah. 
That I is, hope that didn't pick up. Probably I hope not. it didn't pick up. Probably not. I'll listen to it tomorrow. You can edit we'll, it yeah, out. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll fix it in post. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. not what I thought it was gonna. You were gonna say. I am. In, I'm now. I thought intrigued. it was gonna be like a like a family. Thing oh or no, something. no, no, there was it, there was no. A, no. My family was just out of the house. I think they were oh. like they were. Um, I think they were just touring a college or something, or they had like cross games and okay. something like that, right? Um, so yeah, I and and just like immediately it resonated for that reason. The reason that I mentioned, it mm-hmm. immediately resonated with me. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> um, but also just because I do, outside of that, there are a lot of ways in which I see myself in the character of Julie. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. In a way that feels dumb to say, mm-hmm. but is also like almost embarrassingly true. Yes. Right? Can I Absolutely. segue yeah. to Edge of Seventeen? Yeah, yeah. This is a similar character where I bet everybody can relate, but if you relate... You gotta fix something. You got something going on. You gotta fix I, something. I don't think there's anything I have to work. There's on. nothing wrong with Julie's there's character except yeah, for the yeah. fact that everything's wrong because some people in Letterbox hate her, which is bizarre. That's so weird to me. I mean, we'll talk about. We'll talk I, about, we'll talk about yeah, this we'll at the it. end yeah. because I have a lot to praise about this movie. Yeah, yeah. So again, I went in thinking this would be the most boring movie in the whole because world. Because I have a bit of a reputation. Because for I specifically really because movies. I. <laughs> Justin really hyped up The Lost Daughter, which is a movie that I was super mixed about. Right. Because I thought it's kind of a weird, bizarre movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I think it was good at what it did or not. I just feel a million feelings about it. Sure, okay. None of which line up with you pretty much at all. None. Yeah, not even a little, unfortunately, because yeah. I love everything about The Lost Daughter. And yes. I don't understand anything about The Lost Daughter. Except Maggie Gyllenhaal's husband is handsome or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, then I'm like, okay, I know... <laughs> I can't. I, can't. I know. So, I know. this movie, I think, there is a mix of a universality and then complete like. There's certain elements of this movie that I think it would will re- resonate with anybody, and that's kind of the second half of this movie. Yeah. But the first half of this movie, I don't know what about it, just made me feel a feeling I have not described. Did you Did you feel attacked, attacked or otherwise personally no. witnessed by the prologue? Where she changes her hair and also her major like five different times. No. Because I felt a little bit attacked and also otherwise personally witnessed by the prologue. Except no. I'm not smart enough to go to med school. So yeah, there. Exactly. So there. I had no, well, I don't have the, I don't have any like expectation from family or anything. Oh, sure. Or even okay. on myself. Sure, sure, sure. I don't have that expectation. I change things because I'm like stuck at a school that maybe like I maybe shouldn't be at. Oh, but like, okay. Um, besides that. Um, I'm cool. I'm chilling. I'm chill. I'm booling. Yeah. Again, I do not relate to this character because I think the most one of the biggest themes in this movie is like being consistently unfulfilled. Yes, I'm fine. Mm, okay. I'm literally so fulfilled. Yeah, I enjoy every day's fruits. The fruits of my haters mad because I have childlike wonder. <laughs> haters mad because I enjoy the fruits of my everyday. Of my everyday, for the most part, I enjoy every day's fruits. I do yeah. everything I can. To, I don't know. I, I'm doing okay. I'm so happy to be doing well. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm just enjoying my fruits. I'm literally like enjoying I'm out here, life. I'm out here eating my fruits. I'm out here eating the fruits of life. Nom, nom, nom. Oh, I got a little bit on my chin. I'm wiping it away. Oh, no. It's falling down into my cleavage. The fruits of life are all over my cleavage. No, don't look at me. <laughs> I don't want to look at you. Oh, I'm just kidding. I don't want to look at you. Uh, I don't want to look. Um, not that I can't relate to this movie because I relate to the second half a lot. And it does talk about a lot of my fear, mm. which is like, you know, you the only thing there's a review that I saw that was really like summed up the movie very well, which is like the only things you can change about your life is that you can make it worse. Ooh. And I was like, oh, I don't think it's necessarily true. But I don't like, think. Yeah, I don't know if I 100 so agree. It is so easy to make your life worse. Yeah. And that's what she kind of proved. Yes. Is like had a good thing going, broke it off. Had a good thing going, broke, broke it, it off. off yeah. Had a good thing going, broke it off just constantly like not because she's not fulfilled for whatever reason which is like they kind of be like oh maybe it's her dad her dad is not a good person in her life right whatever it's not maybe it's really her dad the focus. maybe it's her boyfriend maybe it's her career you like, don't really we don't, know we don't either know. just yeah. like her which is the whole point which makes this movie really good no we don't, we don't know what's wrong with her mm-hmm. which i think is like oh that's just like real life sometimes yeah um, so let me kind of describe this. It's just a unfulfilled, pretty much the story of an unfulfilled woman. Mm-hmm. We follow her for briefly f- through her career, not knowing what she wants to do. Um, her not knowing what to do in her relationship um, and breaking off that relationship. And then once again, her not knowing what to do in her relationship. Right. Kind of the core things well, going I think on. specifically like not it's not it's it's also like not knowing what to do, like what 
in her relationship. Or like, how she's supposed to feel. Yeah, the, or the next stages of a relationship. Like, do I want to become a mother? Yes. Do I want to, yeah, like, stuff like that. Like, it is It is a little bit more, like. A kind of a natural human feelings. Right. And, um, but it's so clear she feels so numb all the time. Hence, cough, cough, worst person in the world. Right. I'm tired of jokes about this movie, guys, on Letterboxd. You have to be more creative. Everybody has to be more creative, yeah. You all have I'm saying, to be more I'm creative. Saying this, I'm saying this. No, acknowledging that my first review of the movie was oh. she's just like me for real. Okay. Like, listen, we all have to be more creative. We all have to start pulling our weight, okay? But like, that one's funny. Anytime people say she's just like me for real. I do think it's funny, but I, it's like, I'm like the 15th millionth person fine. to say that. Okay. Well, I like, think that one's funny. As long as you think it's, it's slightly funny, less okay. obvious. Hey. Like, she's not even that bad, though. That's stupid. That's so annoying. That 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 I and that that's a review that I know only comes from men. Only men write that review because oh, they're man. not because they suck. Because I don't know. I I see. So movie is beautiful. Like it is yeah. like because obviously I I don't know if it's just like obviously there's shots that literally took my breath away. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I can't tell if that's just Norway. So part of it I think is that this is this falls into um. This kind of loose thematic trilogy of the director, his name is Joachim Trier, mm-hmm. um, called his Oslo trilogy, mm. in that they're all like these in Oslo. Well, literally, yes, okay. but also like <laughs> they're specifically like these contemporary life portraits okay. of Oslo. They yeah. also all feature the guy in the movie, not the character, but they all all the the uh, 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 Anders Danielson Lee. They all feature that his uh, her first her older love interest. They all feature the first that. One. Yes, they Comic all feature that actor. Okay, right. That's the 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 unifying thread is they are all set in Oslo. He's in all of them, and different they're characters? all yeah, what different characters? Different characters, yes. But he's in all of them, and they're all like these kind of like hyper contemporary like pictures of of life cool. in Oslo. Have you seen the others? I have not. I've been meaning to. I'm just so lazy. You tell me if they're good. I'm just so lazy. Um, I really want to watch uh, Oslo August thirty first. Um, because again, it's like Anders Danielson Lee. It's like ninety minutes long, but it's supposed to be like really sad, but also really beautiful. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think regardless of the fact that like Oslo is probably just a very pretty city, and that Norway is a very pretty country, I do think that part of it is that like when you really love a place and you really love living in a place and you love and you want to make a movie or a set of movies that is a love letter to a place, you mm-hmm. really know how to... How to you like, make them look good. Yeah, you really know how to frame it. In that, like, there are a lot of... There's a lot of media that's, like, a love letter to, like, L.A. Mm-hmm. or and New York. And they're all or, annoying. And they're all they're annoying, or they're otherwise, like, not... They don't make the city look good, yes. right? Like, I think, I think the... I think that this, like, obviously it's probably a lot easier to make Oslo look beautiful than, like, Detroit. Yes. Sorry, Detroit. I didn't mean to throw Detroit under the bus. Or even, like, sorry, it's, a lot, it's probably a lot easier to make Oslo look beautiful than it is, like, D.C., right? Sure. But when you want to do it and thread that, and then you thread that needle, like, that's the kind of impetus that drives the way that the worst person in the world looks in a way that it's, like, some of these movies don't do that. Good say. example I have. Mm-hmm. Patterson. Okay. Of Patterson, New Jersey, because they the goal is to make it look very quaint, very small, um, very familiar, mm-hmm. and that's something that they achieve really well. Right. You see the goal of the setting. It's obviously more blatant and, and serves more of a function mm-hmm. than Oslo does in this movie, um, but very good at making it being like, oh, I bet Patterson, New Jersey is a, like a cute little small quaint place. And on the flip side, like something like um, Lamb, right? Where Iceland is beautiful, obviously, but Iceland is kind of like incidentally beautiful. Like, like we we happen to be in one of the most gorgeous places in the world, which is like in a valley in Iceland, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the beauty is not necessarily the point, but it is appreciated. Like, no, I do think that it, it is very deliberate that also looks the way that it looks. Yes, lots of shots of sunsets everywhere. Yes, super big, super wide. Um, also just good at set design yeah. like set stuff is really good like mm-hmm. that house there was they were in this cabin that was just like a really beautiful cabin and they decorated these apartments really well they're just like really just normally beautiful and it's just the word i would describe this movie as is like romantic yes romantic absolutely. music romantic shots every single aspect of this movie is or many many aspects of this movie particularly the first half are romanticizing yes things um so it's kind of interesting, which makes you kind of be like, why is she so unfulfilled? Right. And it makes that question even deeper. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially in the back half where I think it does kind of like maybe not not thread the needle on on answering that question, but it does kind of like solidify why that may be the case, right? Yes. Like the, like the facade kind of begins to break. Yes. Yeah. Um, And, you know, you at least, it, it helps you. That second half 
leaves that question in the air, but it makes it a little bit less, you know, answers. Yeah, answers it without answering it, yeah. if that makes sense. Um, so the first half is just sweeping and beautiful and weird. Um, it's just like shot relatively normal and then more and more of the movie has like just blatantly like surrealist right. moments. Um, my favorite shot of this movie is when she crashes the party um, where she meets ugly guy and then they just like the windows of it are in- just incredibly bright. Mm-hmm. They just show the windows of the building from the outside. It's just these huge golden light. Yeah. Absolutely gorge. Um, I love every bizarre choice that this movie has made. Yes. I love her taking the shrooms and then having like that absolutely bizarre the, the trip, yeah. Trip. I love the um, weird... Actually, all my trips are normal. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had a bizarre trip. All of mine are normal. I usually just drive somewhere. I usually just go for a drive. I yeah. love her throwing the tampon. People thought that that was like an obnoxious feminist thing. I just thought it was a funny thing to do. Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree. Or not kind of agree. I do agree. Like, I don't see how... It's just like, like okay. <laughs> a funny thing to do. Yeah. I, I don't know. It could mean something. It might, but I It probably does, but I also don't think, like, ugh, obnoxious. Like, there wasn't that much to read into it. Yeah. I mean, she like, threw it's it to a, her it's dad. It's supposed to be, like, so obnoxious. Like, it's supposed to be obnoxious and absurd. She's having a mushroom She's trip. having like, a mushroom yes. trip. Also, like, you know, could be, you know, fertility. Or right. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. She threw it to her dad. Whatever. I don't think it was saying anything about feminism. Not really I don't know. I don't think this movie has that much to say about feminism. Like, there's some blatant things, but the movie isn't really right. Which is again part it. of what some people who are again dumb and stupid are like upset with the movie about. In that, like, it's not feminist enough. Which is somehow, which is the most bizarre, bizarre BS take on a thing I've ever heard in my life. Yes. maybe. Let me finish before. Let me yeah, praise ahead, the go, movie go, go, go. before we go into me talking about like again. This is not that big of a reaction to this movie. Mm-hmm. Again, there's so many worse movies that people have reaction not so many so many worse reactions to movies than this. Yeah, Most yeah. people like this movie. Um but it does exist. Yes. I also need to stop reading letterboxd reviews. You guys are literally some of the stupidest it's people time. I've ever seen. It's time to stop seeking it's out time. letterboxd reviews. You yes. guys yeah, you guys are dumb. Unless I'm looking to be mad. Yeah. Then I will find then a way I will to be absolutely mad. Absolutely look at letterboxd um, reviews. Why not? So they're my uh Tumblr notes. Ooh, okay, yeah. Cat yeah, and I Kat, talked Kat about Kat that. Cat and yes. I talked about promising young woman yesterday. We had a whole rant about it. Oof. Okay. Um, because I feel, I guess I'll just talk about it. I, I, the reaction to this movie, kind of the negative reaction to this movie, exemplifies my negative feelings about particularly feminist consumption of media. Mm. But with any non-dominant identity, they pick apart movies that are. Tr- any movie that doesn't either a like portray something the way that they want it to be portrayed like a lily orchard style of like criticism for those of you who are unaware lily orchard is someone who's not normal yeah don't worry you don't need to look it up it It does not matter yeah um where people in a part of non-ident non-dominant identity groups are super critical of any movie that is trying to portray non-dominant identity groups usually not negatively just at all just period any single movie even if it is like the intent is clearly to be positive <laughs> or to draw attention or what have you. People will tear it apart because, um, fun fact about non-dominant groups, mm. infighting is huge. They all hate each other. And, you know, they all hate each other. But so this movie, written by a man, directed by a man. Yeah. So you may think that that would make people more critical of this movie, but I've actually noticed that, like, People are less critical of this movie than movies that are directed by women uh, that just yeah. picked women. I think, I think, yes. I do think that a lot of people, and this is maybe the least kind thing I'll say about this movie, is that mm-hmm. I do think people, a lot of people are willing to give uh, Joachim Trier and Eskul Folk like a pass because it's like, well, they did good for guys. When I think that there are some, like, in, in thinking about it, like, yeah, there are some ways in Julie's character writing that fall short, right? I, think. I never had any prob- I don't, problems personally. I don't either, because, again, my whole my whole point, my whole take on this movie is that if there are shortcomings, Rana Reinsva fills the gap. Sure. As you are wont to do as an actress, right? Mm-hmm. That's normal. That's yeah. a normal thing to do. But, yeah, I the think, The only yeah. part that I thought was too silly was, like, he compliments her writing and she's immediately mad about it. That's the only part of this movie that I was like, that doesn't feel real. Sure, yeah. But I knew or, the yeah. functionality if of, not like, real, what yeah, it's, it it's was like trying a, to It's convey. poor delivery, yeah. Yeah, I knew, I think it could have been rewritten. I agree. Just that scene. But that's 
pretty much the only thing, but I knew what they were trying to come across, mm -hmm. and she played it well. Yes, yes. But that wasn't really like a woman-related right. That yeah. was just like a how I, do I you start a how do we argument how do we, that's ridiculous? How do we start an argument that's ridiculous, or how do we otherwise convey that someone's boyfriend is um, emotionally under, like intellectually understimulating? Right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, like that's mm -hmm. something that like some of our friends you know could consult about. <laughs> but whatever. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that sounded like you were talking about me. You're not talking about me. I'm not talking about <laughs> We're you. We're not no. talking about oh me. Oh my god, no. Oh my god, no. Yeah. Some of our we other know. friends. Yeah. Looking, we at know. Each other. We know who looking, we're looking at each other. 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 I wasn't <laughs> looking at you when I said one of those. Which I wasn't is like either. So funny. Yeah, but um, but this movie, I want to talk about. I'm gonna try and because we don't have that much time. This movie is the best movie if you want to look at life differently. I genuinely <laughs> was so deeply impacted by the end of this movie. Oh, wow. Okay. I was yeah. so impacted. Well, the first half of this movie, it's just so good at the romanticization aspect. Um, and I don't mean that negatively. I just mean it like that's its framing it's, it's device. A, it's a part. It's a fact of the movie. Yes. Like it's just, yeah. And it just sparked so many emotions in me. And by the end of the movie, when you know where the movie goes um, and you see what happens with her life and the people around her, it really makes you treasure life even more. Yeah. So it's... Because it, it gets you to see the beauty of the world, and then it gets you to know what it's like when it's taken away. Because mm -hmm. usually I would think that where the comic book boyfriend, where his character went, you know, was a little bit obvious. Yes. But the way that it's written is so good. The arc of it, yeah. The arc of what that's like is just excellent. And so I may roll my eyes at any other movie, but it's just framed and written so well. Because that I, I was like, part of it did is that everything I don't, needed to do. It's not framed as a, well, look at a, what this good guy that she has mm -hmm. that's gone now. It's kind of like this look, this good place that she was in. Yes. That she's now lost and cannot go, that, that you lose kind of just, again, as a fact of life that you cannot go back to yes. sometimes. Where it's yes, like, yes, where it's yes. like, again, this like big wrestling of the fact that your actions have consequences. Yeah. Um, and it, particularly because they don't make him look good. No, they don't. They make him look as nuanced as you would expect. And right. you understand why she made like, the choice yeah, that she he, did. He, yeah, you get that he's kind of unpleasant and kind of condescending and kind of rude and has all mm -hmm. these opinions that are obnoxious. And that, and that, and that, like there is a fundamental, there's a gap in perspective that is hard to breach, right? Yes. yes. Like in, in terms of age. Yes. And she's also a very like, seems to be significantly more internal. Yes. Than he is. And I do... People were critical of the because he his character writes like mature comics. So he's there's a scene where he's talk on a podcast and they're like grilling him. Like two women are grilling him for like you know super uh, non PC stuff. Right. And people were using that to represent the director's views when like what. <laughs> That's stupid. The whole point of that scene was to make him look bad, and both people were making points to a certain extent. Yes. But at the end, they were like, he still looked bad at the end of it. Yeah. I don't know. People people were not having critical thinking skills. I think that some people aren't very smart, and Maybe, that's okay. I do think a lot of this comes down to, you're going to enjoy this movie if you're like interested in the wonders of life. Yeah, I don't know. I think so. <laughs> if you, I think, no, yeah, I kind of agree. It's like, if you still fundamentally have an openness to life and changing your life and that things come and go and get better and get worse, then yes. I think you'll like this movie a lot. Yes. Because that's my thing is that, like, I, when I say that, it, that I, like, relate to Julie, it's not necessarily that I have an unfulfillment in my life. It is more so that, like, I kind of, I don't want to say drift. It's like, I kind of, like, it's not an unfulfillment, but it is, like, a restlessness where it's yes. like, what do I do? Yeah. Oh, God, what do I, I do? Those things right? go hand in hand. They they can, but like that's not what I'm feeling per se. I think mm -hmm. it's, that's also what Julie's feeling is like rest, mm -hmm. restlessness because of unfulfillment. But like yes. you know, when you're at a certain point in your life, um, it's kind of like a restlessness with what do I do? Yeah. What what do I do? Oh God, what do I with fear? Right. Yeah. With the, with the fear. Right. It's like fear of being unhappy, mm -hmm. and you're so scared of being unhappy that you start to think you are actively unhappy. Yes. And maybe that isn't always the case. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Because. There were moments of unhappiness that we saw, but was her, her relationship with guy number one consistently bad? No. No. And I think when she met somebody else that she had a really interesting time with once in a moment of, mm -hmm. you know, being impulsive and crashing a party, she thought that that was going to be the answer. And then he right. was not. Fulfilling. Even though he was, yeah. he was, she ran into the exact same thing where it's like, this is good. There's moments that I think are bad, but what is, could things get better than this? Right. And I don't know. It, it's just very good at making you reflect on your own life. 
Because me, it's like, uh, how have I avoided all these things? Mm. That's me personally. It's like, how did I get to a place where I don't, there's things that I know like, I, that I relate to and mm-hmm. things that I'm like, whoa, I really skirted past this. Well, we how did I get there? We've also got plenty of time. Oh, I'm. Sh- oh, yeah. At some point, but I mean, at my age. Yeah. You know, yeah. how have I screwed she, past some of this? Yeah, because she's about to be thirty in the movie. Yes. Like, yeah. So she's um, like it's a few, quite a few years older. Quite than a few me. years older than but me. But it's like, how would me at tw- at, at twenty? How have I skirted past some of these feelings that I feel like a lot of people my age have, mm. and people older than me have? I don't know. I don't know. Could be like. Eh. I just love this movie so much. I'm glad you liked the movie. It's very I am glad easy you to liked like. it. I agree. Yeah, it's very. I think that you'd be hard pressed to dislike it, right? Yeah. I think I've met a couple people who don't like it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I'll tell you about. Um, I've met a couple people who don't like the movie very much. Um, which I, it's this issue where I I I do and don't understand, but I definitely disagree. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's like there's certain things that like from a film thing, I can get why people don't like but it. But that's not why people disliked it. I'll tell you about it. It's, oh. it's, it's more more thematic stuff mm-hmm. in a way that I don't, I don't, it does not comprehend. I mm-hmm. just not compute, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. But it's so fascinating how a movie can so easily take something so simple um, and something that's so universal mm-hmm. and make it resonant. Yeah. I think what, yeah. the hardest thing you can do as a, as a director mm-hmm. and a screenwriter. And make it, make, it, make it resonant in a way that feels fresh. Yes. In a way that does not feel trite or played out or otherwise like, like repeated yes yeah I, I i found that it's such a, a fresh refreshing film yeah i wish i had more to say about it. i feel like i'm kind of talking no in circles, i think but... i think we did i think i think we did a good job wow i think we did a good job with this one should uh, we talk about what we're doing next, next week yes we're so both we're watching this we're breaking we're breaking from formula already episode four we're mm-hmm. breaking from form, from formula still Tomorrow we're we're going to see Don't Worry Darling. We have to talk about we it. We have to talk. I feel as though there is no universe wherein we cannot talk about Don't Worry Darling. Mm-hmm. And in conjunction with that, Jem also recommended that we watch Do Revenge. Yes. I'm not sure how this one matches up. Do D. you have any? Hmm? It's got D. And it's big on letterbox. It's got the D. It's big on letterbox. It's got the D. Yeah. So we'll watch. We'll we'll be watching. I make. We're still. Uh. We're still watching things. We it's we not are. A break in yeah. Theme. It's not really a break in. And theme we're making. That... We're making each other watch it. We are. Yeah. I guess we are making. Yeah. We're making each other yeah. watch a movie. Right. We both uh, must watch these movies. I burped again. I, I burped twice in one episode because I'm a little yes, polite little boy. I'm a well mannered little boy. Do you have? I just thought I'd let that stew in the air. Do you have anything else to say? No, I can't believe we're watching. Don't worry, darling. I'm so excited. I am so. I I have like a running list of like five different people who I'm who I like have promised I'll tell them about the movie when I see it. Can't wait. Absolutely can't wait. And then and then in addition to not worrying, darling, we're also doing instead of worrying, darling, we're doing revenge. We're doing so many. We're gonna do some revenge. We're gonna have a fun. We're gonna have a fun time. We're gonna have a fun time. And until that time, I gotta go. Bye. Bye bye.